breaking curses breaking curses breaking curses breaking curses my generation this is John Barnett this is Terrence James welcome to generational curse Terrence my man how are you I'm doing well my brother how you doing I'm cold <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold, man, but I'm making it. Yeah, weather switches up, man. It, uh, unfortunately, that was the cause uh, of a lot of these tornadoes huh. that's been whipping around through the country. Yeah. You know, it was not supposed to be 70 almost in the Midwest in the winter. Hmm. So, you know, our uh, thoughts and prayers are going out to the people in Kentucky for loss of life and property, right. mainly the loss of life. You cannot get a person back once they're gone. So... It was devastating, you know, just looking at the stuff on the news and, and hearing the stories about, you know, what happened to families, man. It, I couldn't imagine, man. I, yeah. I couldn't imagine. And we looked at, a, you know, what I do for our appraisals. We, uh, one of the cities we appraised, Mayfield, was just really devastated. So we want to continue to lift those folks up in prayer. And uh, if you guys hit us up, we'll do what we can with what we can. Um, we're going to get into our podcast and have Terrence introduce our newest member. That's right. That's right. <coughs> What's your name, young man? <laughs> Doug. Glad Doug. to be here. All right. So uh, this is my co-worker, everybody. Uh, Doug, uh, I told him about the podcast, Generational Cursing, and uh, he downloaded right then and there. He was listening to it all throughout the job, and, and then uh, he asked, how could he help? How could it be a part? Because told him, we need help. Yes. Not only need your money, but we need some help. <laughs> yeah, I don't got any money, so I, I <laughs> right. got time, though. We'll work together on the money part. <laughs> yeah, so Doug's helping us out. So he is going to look up stats and figures for us uh, so we won't give out any misinformation. Sometimes, you know, in, in, in the heat of conversations or or even in conversations, we we tend to say some stuff and be like, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I went back on some stuff, man. I was like, that was the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it, it'd be nice to have somebody to, to do research for us while we're here. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what Doug's going to be doing. So uh, give us a little backstory, Doug. Um, what are you, uh, millennial, Gen Z? You a boomer? Man, I'm some kind of millennial, I guess. Some kind of millennial. How old are yeah, you? Yeah, 27. 27. Okay. 94. Yeah, yep. uh, she's on the back back end. Baby millennial. Yeah, I don't feel like a millennial, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm something else. I don't know what I am, but I guess I had to be pigeonholed something. I had to be a millennial. That's kind of the timeline. Yeah. But, man, I was IT guy, no job, trying to make something work. Yeah. Mm. See that? So we got an IT guy. See, what we used to say back in the day is, I'm trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can say that. <laughs> All right. So, so what you got for us? Well, well, before we get into that, let's give a shout out to our listeners. You guys continue to show support. We love it and we appreciate it. Coming from, oh, where, where we get? All right, here we go, here we go. So give a shout out to those in Trenton, Michigan. Thanks for downloading it. And uh, your support. Here Ford, Texas. Yeah, that's right. Here, here Ford, Texas. Hmm. That is it. Well, I mean, why, why they here Ford? I mean, is that where the Ford dealership? I mean, no, that's that's a. I don't know if that's why they named that town that, but that's a uh, type of cow. Here huh. for here Ford. I know that. Yeah. Wow. Learn yeah. something new every day. I know nothing about cattle, but I just remember <laughs> reading that. Supposedly the, the beef capital of the world. That's probably why it's named. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where in Texas is it located? Let's see. So I'm feeling pretty good about that, man. I actually knew a fact. Yeah. And it wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a fact checker here, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, man. But South Haven, Mississippi, we appreciate you. Who else we got here? Got a bunch of names I rattled off overseas? Before. Uh, overseas is, uh, <clears throat> I don't know how you say this, but uh, M M M M M Governor 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 Never mind, man. 
What would you got on the beef capital, Duck? Oh, there is Southwest of Amarillo. Southwest. Oh, okay. Way yeah. wow. All right. Panhandle. Mm-hmm. You know, I went out there one time. Um, had to do a fair market value appraisal. I didn't go to Hereford for it, but I was in a town called Pampa, which is the folks there know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm a vegetarian, so mm-hmm. went to a restaurant, man, and I said, "Do you have a salad?" They looked at me like I had cussed them out, man. <laughs> what? Y'all don't have salad? <laughs> Beef capital. <Yeah. laughs> I did get some fries, man. That was about it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, the, the beef capital for you. You can't even get a salad there. <laughs> All right, Melbourne, Victoria. There we go. Is that Australia? Uh, yes, it is. Yep. Cool. Yes, it is. Melbourne, Appreciate Victoria. you guys. Y'all hold it down. I know the COVID. We've been hearing a lot about the lockdowns over there. They've been really extreme. Mm-hmm. Some some folks uh, have been, for lack of a better term, put in concentration camps while they have COVID. So, well, they got babes though. Power <laughs> Springs. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. All right, we got uh, Ch- Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Cincinnati, and of course, Pennsylvania. And always give a shout out to the most downloaded. It is Clifton, New Jersey. Clifton NJ. We love you, Clifton. Right. All right. So what what uh, topic you got for us, John? Very controversial. Can we save the planet? Can we save the planet? I don't know. That's a huge, huge, climate change is a huge issue. It's a political, it's football, basically, mm-hmm. depending on which side of the aisle you're on. You know, <clears throat> usually conservatives are saying that uh, all this science is hocus pocus. <laughs> the liberals are saying no, there literally is climate change. My own experience is this. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I don't even play one on TV. <laughs> but uh, in Indiana, when I was young, we started getting snow in October. We do not get snow until January. Might get a light one. And this is the testimony of everybody I know. That's a blessing, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, I know where you from. Y'all used to get snow. Y'all still get snow. Still get it. There ain't no climate change. No, no South Bend, Indiana, i tell you that. That lake effect, got it. But um, there has been a huge difference. Now, I know terms have changed. We're getting that just a little bit. Because when I was growing up, there actually was a belief that we were going into a to an ice age. Hmm. And then that switched into global warming. And now that's metamorphed into global climate change. Right. You know, so that's some of the argument. But <clears throat> my answer to my own question is we cannot save the planet. We cannot? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> uh, you know, the science proves that we can. Okay. You know, science, I'm going to disprove. Ch- trust the science. <laughs> I'm going to disprove. Now, I'm not a doomer and gloom type. As always, hope, keep hope alive. You know, <laughs> there is a way I believe. Nobody might like it, but we'll get into it when we do our break the curse. But I'm going to make the argument here. You guys tear it apart if you can, but we'll get into the facts and figures first, and then uh, and then we'll see what happens. So, um, initially. You know, the whole world was agrarian. There were no issues like we have now. <clears throat> now, but to the point that a lot of people make, there's been earthquakes, typhoons, tidal waves, tsunamis, and all that stuff for centuries. Right. So <clears throat> you can't just say that those are caused by global warming because they they've been around for forever but there there's a clear 
uptick after the industrial age. So when when we started doing factories and billows of smoke going in the atmosphere, uh, and then in, in our technology age, and especially with petroleum and, and all the chemicals and stuff that we produce, and the more we get away from the earth-based agriculture foundation, the more we get into the pollution thing. Now, there have been things to stop it. I know back in California, I, I, was, I lived out there for a very short time when I was a little kid, but my mother used to tell me there were smog alerts where you had, you had to go in. I mean, it was so bad. But they put things in place out there, and it's not – you still see the smog, but it's not near like it used to be 20, 30, 40 years ago. So there are some things that have been put in place. But <clears throat> where we are now is um, this idea – and uh, what's the, pres- the uh, vice president's name? Al Gore. Al Gore came up with a documentary about global warming. Right. And he showed, and, and I, I already know, me mentioning his name, it's going to automatically, half the people listening <laughs> are going, what? <laughs> Hear me out, folks. I'm not for or against this guy. This is just what he did. He put this documentary out. I forget the name of it. But it was showing all the effects of global warming. He's showing how... The polar ice caps have reduced, and mm-hmm. I think he talked about how the Earth's temperature has raised so many degrees, right. blah, blah, blah. And so uh, that really fueled, within the last 20 years, this really hard push for reversing climate change. Okay. And, you know, there are a lot of laws now that are on the books that are in place to make sure that we're not increasing this. You got the zero emission standards that are out for cars. Um, a lot of the water and wastewater treatment plants around the country have to meet certain standards. So when their water uh, goes through the plant and out to the streams, it has to have so many parts per million of a certain whatever, or can't have so many parts per million of a certain chemical or a certain thing in it. So it won't affect the the fish and the you know life in the in the right. water. Now, Too late. Just, just, right. Just just a little side note, guys. Just a little side note. Your water, your water leaving the waste plant is cleaner than the water in your tap. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, you A document was an inconvenient truth. That's inconvenient truth. Al Gore. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. And I've never seen it. I've heard it talked about so much, and I knew the, the platform that he pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's a lot. That, you know, there's a huge scientific contingent that are behind that, right, right. that are pushing that. So, one of the things they talk about is the permafrost. And technical definition here is: it's a thick subsurface layer of soil that remains frozen throughout the year, occurring chiefly in polar regions. So, as this thing starts to melt, they're saying that it releases greenhouse gas methane into the atmosphere, which is a bad thing. Because they say we contribute to these greenhouse gases. Matter of fact, they say man is primarily the cause of all this bad emissions yeah, I know McDonald's is a part of my greenhouse gas. <laughs> <laughs> Soy milk can do that too. That's right. That's right. Uh, so now there's this huge movement to inhibit and get us to what they call net zero emissions. And I don't think any of us can argue climate change. We just can't. I mean, things are not the same. That, that, that is across the board. You just being intellectually dishonest if you say, no, nah, it was like this when I was, no, yeah. no. And I had one guy tell me, well, we track stuff better. 
That's true. But we're tracking it better, and it's still showing the increase. Hmm. You know, if if we, let's say last year we were all analog and just reading newspapers, and then we went to digital, mm -hmm. that argument makes sense. We've been tracking this stuff for 50 years, man. So you can't say, well, we're tracking it better. Yeah, but our tracking is showing that there's a huge uptick in tornado activity and cyclones and, you know, you just, and flooding is just crazy now. Wait, so it's, to <clears throat> me, you're making a great point, but it seems like you're going to get yourself here. Because you're oh, saying, no. can, can, can we say the planet? <laughs> you're like, no. But yeah. it sounds like... We can. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to swing so far from the left, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the knockout blow is coming. <laughs> I'm just making the case. I'm I am building the case. Okay. So You're making a but, pretty good case. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just laying out the arguments, the facts, and stuff like that. So, um, so where we are now is legislation's in place, net zero emission. There's this whole idea of the carbon footprint. By every person, we all have a footprint, and there's even some talk of some type of carbon footprint tax that will be responsible for globally. Man, he just wants some more money. Because <laughs> <laughs> we breathe the air, and so, you know, in uh, Maryland about eight, nine years ago, they had what was called the rain tax. And what that is is since when you come in and build – Let's say you tear down where we are here in the farmland. Mm -hmm. Well, it's got a, a runoff that nature has already carved out. But when you put roads in, houses, and stuff like that, that water runs a lot faster. It can erode stuff quicker. So <clears throat> Maryland came up with a tax for that. They said, you're responsible for the runoff that you created by building this house. I said, man. <laughs> they knocked it down, but... <laughs> That was one of the most crazy ideas I've ever heard. Man, they just—that's a scam, man. I mean, anybody. I mean, the, the infrastructure of roads. I mean, that's runoff. I mean, so you tell yeah. me, you you might as well just pay taxes too, because <clears throat> you the state and you deal with the roads and. St I mean, oh yeah, yeah man. Well, again, scamming. see that strengthens the argument that man is the cause. Yeah, you, know, you need these roads. You got to have this air condition. You got to drive these vehicles. So. You need to pay for this whatever that's going to turn back the dial on climate change. I that's that's the push for it. I tell you what, not tell them I'm Amish. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so far, what I've said is that lining up with uh, what's out here is that yeah, pretty yeah. much what's. It's accurate. I mean, uh, you you the uh, you, you did hit the farms as far as you know. Cows, right? The emissions mm -hmm. that you know they talking about, they giving off the greenhouse gases and yeah, yeah, so cows they, farting. Yeah, yeah, the, the and that's that is a true fact. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, the manure. So yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so knowing all this, can we save the planet? Is is the planet doomed to destruction? Is it? Uh, are we going to constantly have? Tornadoes and wildfires and uh, and just bad things that's just happening. Now, I'm saying, yes, it's going to always be that way, and it's going to get worse. And I'm saying, no, we will never be able to stop the climate change. I'm going to make my case now. <laughs> For the same reason <clears throat> that most people are saying it's because of humans, but not just because of their activity, all right? So, yes, we drive cars. Uh, we like our air condition. We like convenience, and therein lies the issue. Okay, you got... Let's just take the U.S. You got 330-something million people, Doug, that are used to this lifestyle. Yep. <clears throat> Do you think we're going to give it up? We'll try not. <laughs> no. 
That's way worse. <laughs> that's, a, that's the truth. That's the truth. It's a billion people, or 1.2 billion in China. Yeah, something like that. Do you think they want to give up the skyscrapers and the, and the, the air condition? And I don't know how well off they are as a whole. Well, I mean, they have slaves, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure they're willing to give up a whole lot. But yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they're burning coal. They're part of the Paris Accords, but they kind of get their way. They don't really. How was that possible, by the way? That they weak leaders, that's how. <laughs> so, see, Doug agrees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course he agrees. Now, he, he doesn't even know if he's a millennial <laughs> or Gen Z. No, no. <laughs> but here's, what, here's, what, here, here's the basis of why I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. It's because it's too hard to change people's way of thinking. Yeah. So... If you're raised up a certain way, no matter where you are in the world, and unless you're under some dictator that's killing folks and all this stuff, if you have a general comfort of life, you've got AC, you've got cars, you've got internet, you've got, and then somebody says, you know, for the greater good, you're going to have to stop that. You're going to have to. By the way, uh, we, we can't fly anymore. We've, we've got to, uh, we can't even drive anymore. We're going to go back to horse and buggy. Oh, we'll do that for the next 50 years. How's that going to go over? How would that go over with the human psyche? Yeah, you got to make it comfortable. That remote working. <laughs> Good point. Hey, you ain't got to leave your house. You don't get that car. You work remote. But, Doug, you got to... Get a horse now to go to the grocery market. <laughs> uh, no, nah, your real estate's our real estate now. You're paying us rent, and then we're going to give you a little bit back to work. <clears throat> and that is where they, that, that's exactly where they're going. They're trying to own everything. So I'm like, you will never be able to stop it because you can't stop me from thinking the way I think. Right. You know, my wife, man, she likes air conditioning. You know, we know some folks that had uh, solar. And they were like, yeah, it gets up to about 80 degrees in the summer in here. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like the roads we have, which uh, asphalt is petroleum-based. Tires, petroleum-based. Right. This table, Silicon Valley, all this plastic has a petroleum base in it. Mm-hmm. Are they going to just... Cut that switch off, and we're all going to stop using computers and go back to, like, peasant farmers back in the Middle Ages. You think that's really going to happen? I just can't see how. I just don't see it, Doug. Do you? Do you see? Well, with that chip Elon Musk come out with, that uh, they're going to implant on us. Oh, I saw that. There's a commercial. Isn't there a commercial about that? There might have been Neuralink. You heard of that? Mm-mm. Neuralink. So basically, it's this um, human interface chip mm-hmm. to allow you to interface with computers and things. And they're putting in monkeys now and different animals. And there's a video online you can find this monkey playing Pong with Neuralink. Mm. They'll trained to play Pong with a joystick, and he'll take the joystick away, and then he'll be controlling it with his mind. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's, you know, you don't have to make any peripherals interface with computers anymore because you're just linked into the Matrix. <laughs> oh, man. So is that is that where this metaverse stuff is going? Yeah. Hmm. So could they use that to uh, control people with this carbon emissions and... And and would you would you go in for a surgery to have a chip put in you that can be read by the entire world? I mean, come on. I, 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 right. I ain't going that deep for me. You know what I mean? I'm not doing nothing like that. No. And the Neuralink, is that is that that experiment that they show, is that the monkey being controlled or is he just showing That's the monkey controlling the game. He's controlling the game with his with his mind, basically. Yeah. Now uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> Is funding a birth control microchip. Mm. That'll help you regulate your hormones so you can turn your birth control on and off. <laughs> now, who's who's really going to be in control of that? 
And you want to talk about wow. carbon emissions and carbon tax. Like, we're carbon-based life forms. That's How the truth. How far is that carbon tax really going to go? Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to go the way that China did and have, like, a pseudo one-child-per-family policy <laughs> or, you know, get government permission to have kids. Yeah, see, and then you're changing the whole structure. I mean, what are we then? Are we capitalists? Are we, com- you know, communists? Or are we, you know, socialists now? I mean, I, 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 I don't think I don't think capitalism is as strong here as people think. No, I mean, because... Fina- financially, yeah. yeah. Well, people don't have assets like they should, and with the government printing money all the time, it's just inflating the value of our currency. So people who do have assets are fine. It's good for them, but it's not good for people at the bottom of the ivory tower begging yeah. for bread, and they're throwing out <laughs> cake. <laughs> exactly, know? exactly. No, but I got a question. I'm going to read this real quick. All right, go uh, for it. You know, climate change. You saying no, but no. I got proof that it worked back in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. So you heard about the Dust Bowl, right? Yeah. So it made many refugees uh, in this country. Um, so here it is. The dust storms forced thousands of families from Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, New Mexico to uproot to California. Um, so there was a massive storm back in April 15, 1935, known as Black Sunday. Mm-hmm. It says it brought even more attention to the desperate situation in the Great Plains region, which reporter uh, Rob Geiger called, the dust, called mm-hmm. the dust Bowl that year as a part of its New Deal program. President Franklin D. Roosevelt administration began to enforce federal regulation of farming methods, including crop rotation, grass seeding, and new plowing methods. This worked All right. to a point reducing dust storms by up to 65%. Hmm. So he did. This is proof that we can save the planet. So now those families that went uh, to California... Arkansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, New Mexico, Texas. That is one, two, three, four, five states and even more affected by it. But they were ready to come back home. So Franklin D. Roosevelt brought life back to five states under this New Deal. Well, okay. Yeah, the first New Deal, not the Green New Deal. Yeah. Don't get it confused now. But, um, yeah, so he did. It worked. All right. Then he died of polio. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it worked one way for him. <laughs> All right, so here is a, this is from astronomy.com. See, we all inherently know doom is coming. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to have it to us. Right. See what I'm saying? Is as long as it comes down the road, so you hear the term, well, they're uh, printing all this money, and our our grandchildren and children are going to have to pay the debt. You know, it's it's they're really saying, okay, go ahead, Dell. <laughs> They'll take it later. <laughs> so, this is the beginning to the end of the universe. That's the title. The big crunch versus the big freeze. So, these are people that don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Evolution based. Naturalists, they all believe the entire, not just the planet, but the entire universe is going to cease. They're just arguing on how. (laughs) That's really, is it going to freeze? Is it going to implode? That's really, so even they believe that it's all just going to cease to exist. So so then do they believe that, we can truly save the planet or, no. or or are we trying to save ourselves? I mean, is that, is it, what, what is it? I mean, are we trying to save ourselves? Or are we trying to save the planet? Which one? Well, see, that's where the, the rubber meets the road. Cause <clears throat> who is more important or what is more important man or the rocks we stand on, you know? And I would argue <laughs> men are, you know, men and women. Yeah. You know, we, we we are the highest of creation. And I know some people don't believe in the creator, but I'm just saying, uh, even if you believe in evolution, we're the highest 
form of evolution. We are able to reason out problems. And, I mean, we're talking about a person creating a microchip that can cause you to interface with a machine. Mm -hmm. The monkey could not do that. A fish, a hmm. amoeba in the ocean. The only thing that's capable of that is mankind, human. Homo right. sapiens sapiens, I think that's the technical term. Mm -hmm. So what is more important then? Because if there's no humans, what good is the actual planet? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I do look at it like my own home, right? I mean, yeah. when I walk in my house, I'm not stepping on trash, you know what I mean? And I'm, not, I don't, when I eat something, I don't throw the, you know, the potato chip bag on the floor. You know, I put it in the trash. You know, I have a process, and my home is clean. Right. And I think, well, we're, I, if we have that mentality as far as saving the planet, then then we can do well. But we don't have that mentality as far as keeping our home clean. I think we have a mentality of we're going to refurbish our home. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, Instead of putting the trash in the trash can, you know, I'm going to build, I'm going to put the trash under the floor. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I think we have that mentality. But if we all come to grips and say, you know what, the earth is my home, let me be more responsible and clean it up. But no, you know, I mean, you drive down the road and the guy oh, next yeah. to you, yeah. When y'all came over here, yep. Well, depending on which way you came, <laughs> no, you saw. Did you come down? Uh, uh, no, 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 not all the gravel. No. Okay. No. Uh, you didn't see all the. <laughs> all right. Well. Let, let me keep going, though. All right, that's, <laughs> that's evolutionist. Every major religion in the world believes the world's going to end. This is, this is one topic where evolutionists and religion people are on the same page. Mm -hmm. They all agree it's going to come to an end. Every single... So <clears throat> then you got to ask yourself then, okay, if scientists... And religious people are agreeing. Then, what is the purpose really for all these enactments? Is there a control thing going on? Hmm. Is there a financial benefit that these people are getting? Because the the one thing that that I would say conservatives argue is they they'll say, okay, a lot of these activists are saying we need to reduce the carbon footprint and all this stuff, but right. yet they're still living in homes with AC. Mm -hmm. They're still flying around in jets. <laughs> They've got big, huge limousines. They're not electric. <laughs> These are gas-driven, gas-powered vehicles. That's right. So, all right, I mean, China. <clears throat> China is clearly violating a lot of the agreements that they have agreed to. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're a top-down structure big time because they're communists. Oh, man. Like uh, in Africa, um, I watched a documentary. <laughs> if you know me, I love documentaries. <laughs> no, I watched one um, on Africa and what's going on. I forget where they were, but uh, China has these mines that they're mining out of, and what they're mining is... Um, this high toxic rock, and it's for cell phones. Uh, it's for, you know what I mean, to, to, to run your batteries off of. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's it's causing a lot of the, um, the residents over there, the locals, to have this toxic, you know what I mean, mm. reaction. So you don't see it right away, but you see it in your children. So if I'm in a mine digging all this stuff out, and if I go home, you know, make a baby with my wife, that baby comes out 1,000% deformed mm. in some way or another. And they know that it is, it's, it's this toxic rock that is causing you know, the, the locals to have these reactions, but they're not doing anything about it. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Who's more important here? You know what I mean? Like when we talk about saving the planet and climate change. Because whenever man puts his hand to something, something's going to happen. You cut down a tree... It's going to have repercussions. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying save the trees and hug the trees, but we know that we need to build a house. Right. But let's try to replant them. Man, don't do that. Right. 
So in, in Africa, man isn't trying to fix the issue, especially China. They just want to get paid. Mm-hmm. And we're not China bashing. We're just fact based. Yeah, <laughs> these are facts. And I mean, know, there's there's ways that we cut down forests and harvest trees for wood to do building and stuff with, where it's not totally destructive. Right. I think we do replant some things. I have to check on that. I don't know it what is. the Let's see what method they is called. Yeah, uh, especially out in the West Coast, I know they have to because it's big time environmental. Legislation out west, California, but that's US. Washington, but that's U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> other nations don't. Other nations, that's what yeah. other nations don't. That yeah. And you know, to be honest, a lot of those fires that we've had over the years is in part, yeah, they were started by humans, but in part <clears throat> because of the the lack of uh, regular. Uh, I forget the actual term, but it's it's actually where they'll burn down sections of the forest mm-hmm. to to create gaps. So if there is a fire, it can't jump because mm-hmm. right. that that tinder and stuff, man, it can build up to six feet. Mm-hmm. And you know, out out west, it gets super dry. You don't need a any type of fuel other than a match. And but because of the forestry programs, which I'm not saying they're bad, but because of the huge emphasis on not cutting trees down, some of them had to be cut down to keep, you know, the fire roads and all that kind of stuff. Destroying life. Provided breaks mm-hmm. so the fires wouldn't jump. But now that that's pretty non-existent, you know. So, again, who really profits, you know, and this, this is my bottom line argument. You can't get rid of a person's greed. It's just... Man, you can have the best scenario, and somebody's gonna go. I'm gonna take over. That's <laughs> just everybody can love each other, and and we planting trees and flowers and stuff. One somebody in that group's gonna go. I wonder how I can make money and control this whole thing for my. I wouldn't mind having an extra car or. You know, and then then that metamorphs into like power tripping. You know, where like we talked about the guy at the candle factory mm-hmm. in Kentucky told his people, "Don't leave, or you fired." Tornado's coming, but he's on this greed trip. Power trip is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and so eight people die. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always going to be somebody or a group of people that are going to try to dominate. Just the average guy just trying to live life and, you know, and you've got to get that out of the way before you can't reverse the climate. Now, let's say, okay, Georgia Guidestone, first commandment of the earth is reduced population of 500 million people. Okay. That's one of the most evil things I've ever heard in my life, but let's just say that happens. Let's say that's... <laughs> coronavirus just goes on steroids and wipes the world out. All right. Has history shown us that no matter the size of the population, there's going to be a dictator? (laughs) Yeah, it pretty much always has been. Whether it's a little tribe of of three people or 3,000, somebody's going to heavy hand try to rule over that little group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't care about what the environment's doing. All they want is power. Hmm. So if you can, which I got the answer to that, but most people don't believe that mankind is inherently selfish. There's a lot of people, I mean, a millions of people that believe that we're naturally good. We're naturally empathetic. We're naturally, you know, kind. And I'm like, what planet are you living on? <laughs> a green one? <laughs> I mean, Indianapolis just topped, they, they just broke another record for homicides. Oh, Indy? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's getting bad down there. Wow, man. It's I'm... been bad down there since last year. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad I moved out of there. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, and let's not even talk about places like Mexico 
where, you know, they're dropping people by the tens of thousands, murder, you know, drug wars and all this stuff. So, you know, how can you believe that mankind is inherently good, but yet the evidence all around us suggests it's the exact opposite, that mankind is inherently selfish? Hmm. So, so, so what do you think then <clears throat> is the, the underline? Because are you saying like they're putting climate change up for a reason to talk about it, but there is something deeper than that? Oh, yeah. So, so what do you think that might be then? Control. Control. Yeah. Control the masses, the population, yeah. control the wealth, control. So, so who, who, who wants this control? Is it the man? That's a <laughs> is it the man? <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> there has always been from the, from the time, the old Bible times, from Nimrod hmm. to you just keep going up the line to the dynasties in China, to all the kings in Europe and the colonization of the world and all this stuff. It's like nobody even remembers, uh, you don't even consider Dutch in any type of global talk, but the Dutch have colonies. They did their own colonization. Of course, England, Spain, Portugal, a few others. It's like, why don't y'all, can't you be satisfied with your little island? And the U.S. has their own form of it. You know, we're not going and dominating like like those others, but we we've dug in some trenches in some places. Oh, yeah, and, we got embassies. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and a hundred and some odd bases around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's just inherent in man. And then when man ascends to power, he doesn't leave that and become a better person. He actually becomes more of what he was. So if he slapped his wife around at, at the house, what he's going to do to people that he ain't got to see, you know? So I'm going general and then we'll go specific. But in general, it's just this little mental thing that we have where if we get enough power, we become more evil. It, you know what I'm saying? Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So one of the ways to do that is through this climate change agenda. You, you can get a lot of people on board that's afraid. You know, looking back at, you know, in, in the 1900s, what uh, Franklin did, um, right, that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Roosevelt. What he ended up doing was, um, yeah, here we go. Yeah, the uh, New Deal as far as planting grass and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Out of what he did, there was no control. Like, he didn't just say, well, I'm going to now. I have them where I want them. Uh, he actually helped save lives. He actually helped save those states or those areas that were in trouble. I'm just getting to the point where people who have that mentality of really wanting to help save life, get things back in order, it can happen. And we can do that today. Mm-hmm. I mean, our climate change is a little bit different. We don't have dust. You know, now ours is dealing with um, electronics. What they were talking about because of the tech technology, we have um, environmental pollution. We have uh, energy such as heat, sound, radioactivity. You know that's mm-hmm. our that's what's affecting the climate in today. And things can be done about that. So let me ask this question: Franklin Roosevelt was president, right? Yes. Was his was his goal based on helping the people or the lobbyists and the money folks behind it? I'm sure it's all of <laughs> I mean, you have a contingent of people that financially benefit from crops, mm-hmm. right? The result is the average Joe benefits from that. Yeah. But ultimately, the folks that fund the money into the campaigns mm-hmm. or the power brokers are in his ear or whoever's ear yeah. saying well, we need to. Well, and he, and he's in, he's in a higher power. He's in the upper echelons. But if you yeah. throw George Washington Carver in there who went down to Tuskegee, right? Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Who went down to Tuskegee to help with their crops. 
I mean, he got the call. They was like, look, come come down here, bro. Help us. Our crops are failing. Yeah. And he went down there and he showed them how to do it with natural things. And he turned it around. I mean, planted new things and, 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 and you know, gave the soil what it really needed to generate life. He looked around and saw the people were struggling. He looked at their health. Man, they're like, man, they, their hair's falling out. Uh, their skin's bad. I mean, these guys are really not getting much nutrition. So when he went down there, he generated a community, and it worked. But yeah. he wasn't out for power. He wasn't like, okay, yeah, yeah, y'all give me the money now. That's the <laughs> whole problem right there. Yeah. If, if we had 100 George Washington Carvers, the, the possibility is there, mm-hmm. but you can't give a man's evil mind. That, no, that's, no, no, you cannot. They should have taken his his techniques. They did. They did. They actually have <clears throat> taken his techniques. Soybean was one of them, right? Yeah. What he did with the soybean. Now, if you look at the soybean today, it's not used what he used it for back then. Right. Soybean is... <laughs> it's GMO now. That's right. It's in everything. They corrupted it. And what is, to your point is that once when man found something working good, oh, yeah, we can take this, we can make money <laughs> off of it. That, that's why, you know, like, if you drink soy milk or, or rice milk or whatever or organic food in the store, you just got to keep in mind where it's coming from and then the people are selling it to make a profit. So their goal is not necessarily to get you healthy. It's to make money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which means they're going to cut corners like the the organic standards are not what people think. Mm-mm. You know, you, you're not necessarily getting the healthiest food. You just have to meet the basic minimum of the government standard. You know, the whole cows are organic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the whole cows are organic. And, and see, so again, you got greed, you got selfishness in there. And, and I know there are some really conscientious people that they, they're good. they they really are for, but those are the people that get used, like he did, to push the agenda, you know, and you will never be able to get rid of. There's not a law in the, in the book that they'll ever be able to pass that will stop man from being evil. <laughs> it just can't. It just you know. So they'll invite George Washington Carver. Hey, come down help our college. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then he dies off the scene. Mm-hmm. And then some scientist in the back is going, man, we can produce this mass. If we just change this molecule here, and and then it becomes this Franken-food, freakish GMO type thing. Impossible. (laughs) Right. That's killing people. (laughs) How did he die? I don't know. It was impossible. Right. We killing people. (laughs) I mean, even impossible, man. They've got a good platform. They're actually saying we can we can have a smaller carbon footprint and create a burger that will help the environment, Sounds right? Sounds good. Sounds good. It does sound good. But at the end of the day, we have no skin in the game. I I've eaten impossible. Mm-hmm. Had <laughs> one last week. Yeah. But it's made in the lab, man. Don't know what they did to that thing. And <laughs> if you go buy Impossible at Burger King, it's a $2 surcharge. Again, the money. Yep. If you really was, if you really saying to me, you're going to save the planet. Stop charging that much money for this food that you say mm-hmm. we need. Now they're working on chicken or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know how much is going in the stores, man, for like a, a pack or something like that? Like if you want a box of burgers? Yeah. I think it's like, what, 30 to 60 bucks? It depends <laughs> on how see, much is. You see what I'm saying? In there. Yeah. <laughs> $60 for, yeah, especially if you go to Whole Foods or, uh, you know, one of them natural. For like real meat or? No, for Impossible. For impossible? Burgers. Check, check the price for us, Doug. How yeah, much I mean, we bought some Impossible Burgers you like last them? week. They taste like a school lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that says that tastes like real meat. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't taste like real meat. It, it, you can't say that. But oh, it's, it's, it's probably, as far as the texture and all that, <laughs> it's closer than the bean burgers and the, and the other little stuff. Here we go. Impossible Burger. Bag of, How much what is it? Was it? 
six patties, eleven ninety eight at okay. Walmart. That's at Walmart, but it was somewhere, man. Somebody told me six. Like the bucks. box, the the the. Yeah, the, the bulk, the ground beef, kind of like, <clears throat> you, you know what I mean, like not yeah. the burgers itself, but it's like the if you want to make taco meat or something. Right. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got bags of that too, and. I don't know. Maybe it depends on the quantity or where you get it from. But That's ridiculous, man. Well, you know, yeah. I used to actually think this was a conspiracy because this guy was telling me about three years ago, he said, man, they're trying to get rid of meat. I'm like, no, they're not, man. That's What are you talking about? This? <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Okay, so, so we eat animals based off population control. I mean, we... Explain we, that. Deer, deer season. Okay. That makes sense. Deer season. Yeah. And then also turkey season. Well, wild turkeys, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you don't want the animals to overpopulate. Right. Because, I mean, more animals, man. I mean, come on now. But so what's going, if you cut off the supply of meat now, what's going to happen to those animals? What are you going to do? Well you, <laughs> well, you know, a few years back uh, in England, and mm-hmm. UK listeners, you correct me if I'm wrong, but they had this mad cow scare. And they slaughtered a, a bunch of them because they were just alive, I guess. Just they had the, they had a disease. Hmm. So my point in bringing that up is, it's not so far fetched that they'll just wipe them out, right? You know, uh, some contrived disease can hit them, and we've got to kill all the chickens. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, like they could get a bird flu. I mean, it's I know in Florida, uh, at least South Florida, there was this strain of. Uh, some type of bacteria, mm-hmm. and the government went through and cut everybody's orange tree down. Wow. They just went in their backyard, man, and just <laughs> and told you we were gonna do it. There, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they gave you an orange, you know, a replacement tree, but at least had, they replaced it. I yeah, mean, yeah, at least they. Yeah, replaced but. Tree doesn't grow overnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that happened to us. The power company came through and put lines behind our house and cut down one of our trees back there because supposedly it was too close to the lines. Mm. And then where it was and where lines ended up going, like it was like twenty feet at least. Mm. Like I don't believe that it was gonna be any interference. I think they just wanted to cut down the tree. Yeah. But see if you, you got know, power. That's my whole, that is the basis of my argument. It has nothing to do with the science. It's all do, dealing with mankind's mindset. It's, it's, yep, we could. We actually could. But I never see a time where there won't be some evil person that eventually, and, and, and people don't care, man. I mean, you, you look at any slave labor camp at any time period in the world, they don't care about life, happiness. Their bottom line is the bottom line. So we got to build these pyramids. Okay, let's get the Hebrews. Uh, the American economy was built on backs of slaves. <laughs> the Chinese economy is, is slave labor and, and now, so, yeah, currently, you know, you've got the whole sex slave industry mm. that nobody talks about. That's just to serve pleasure, mm-hmm. you know, and people are making a bunch of money off of these, a lot of them are children. So, now there is a fix for that, but it's a spiritual fix. Hmm. And if you do read the Bible, this is like breaking the curse. If you read the Bible, you will see that there is going to be a rest period for the planet. It's like seven years or something like that? Right, I I don't know how long. Well, no, this this is the millennium. This is the millennium, yeah. So, when God comes back and just, which a lot of these guys are really pushing to it, that's why they saying this population reduction and all this stuff, the planet has to rest. There was actually some talk last year because of uh, the lockdowns that the ozone closed up because nobody was out <laughs> like they were and all that. And so the light cut on like, oh, wow. We got to kill people. <laughs> we got, well, that's been in the books for a while. <laughs> but uh that's the only change. Actually, it's a spiritual change, but a lot of people don't believe in spiritual. They don't believe they have a soul. They don't believe uh, that there's a immaterial part that drives you. Hmm. So that's the only way. Like, we're all sitting here as brothers. Mm-hmm. 
we have no art against each other or anything like that, that would have to go global to where I really don't care other than your well-being, you know. Mm-hmm. But that fix is coming supernatural. It's not. <laughs> yeah. There will be no law passed, no war, no. It's just going to be a supernatural fix. And, and one day maybe we need to do a podcast on the science of, of supernatural. Because the only thing that's a lot of people don't believe because they can't put their hands on, but yeah. Yeah, like it my, used to be that way for a while. Yeah, like know? my boomer friends. They, they, yeah. don't, they don't believe in crypto <laughs> because they can't put their hands right. on something right. tangible, physical. Electronic property. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How can you own something electronic or digital? I mean, you own your internet. I mean, you got, you're paying for it. I mean, you, <laughs> you don't see yeah, it. Right. You get a license for that. I don't know about owning it. Yeah, there you, you go. You get a license it. to use it. Mm-hmm. For what? Yeah. The, the internet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't own the internet. You just got, That's a, true. You just got your own little portal into it. You pay hey, to be honest, money. Doug, I don't own this house. <laughs> <laughs> if I happen to fall on hard luck, oh, yeah. <laughs> it goes back to the bank. Yeah. Well, if you don't pay the taxes, the government's going to take it yeah, over. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the same boat. So anyway, that's my version of actually how to break the curve. We do see that there are problems. I mean, there, there are there are issues. Uh, I don't want to see fish die and polar bears drown and, you know, the forests disappear. I just don't like to do it at the expense of a person. You know, mm-hmm. if it's some bug that's on the endangered species list on the bushes around your house. And you get forest fires a lot and you trying to minimize the damage or prevent it, but you can't because this bug is on this bush that's on the endangered species list. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with that. I would cut it down. I wouldn't tell anybody, you know, cause I don't want to go to prison, <laughs> No, but I would trim back the brush and all that stuff. I don't think community should be moved. I don't know if it's ever happened. I'm just saying, like, you got the barn owl or whatever on the endangered species list. Right. Well, I can't cut those trees because the owls. Believe me, those owls will find a home that same night if that tree's <laughs> cut down. Yeah. I guarantee you. But it's pushed that somehow we're on the same level as trees, animals. Oh, no, nah, man. Now we... Man's been doing that since the beginning of time. I mean, look at Adam and Eve. What did they do? They took fig leaves off to cover themselves. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean I, you can't. Are, I mean, are you saying they were destroying the planet? Some people would say that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, vegan, like veganism. I mean, people are vegans not just because of health reasons. They're vegans because we can't harm the animals. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, they don't wear mink. They don't wear... <laughs> yeah. I get it. You know, you don't want to wear leather. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's how far a lot of people take this, you know, save the planet. You know, they go above and beyond. I'm like, come on, man. Like, again, yeah, you I mean, look at Adam and Eve. I mean, sorry. What you going to do? Spit on <laughs> their grave? I mean, if you ever found it? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I guess trees don't have feelings. Just like fish don't have feelings. Yeah, they got feelings. no they literally said fish can't feel pain right is that i don't don't know if that's true or not i'd heard somewhere that fish can't feel pain you never know unless you feel (laughs) that's right he's back here oh oh. (laughs) no but so do you think you guys think the planet can be saved yeah and you think it why we can we can reduce our impact just not in the way that most people are trained to believe that we can reduce our impact. It's a, the way to save the planet is to move the species forward. Mm-hmm. And that's that's meaning move off the planet. <laughs> and we can't do that if we're constantly worried about like this and that, our environmental impact. Because mm-hmm. there's the thing that people don't like about climate change is not... It's like you said, people agree that there's climate change. Obviously, the climate changes. Right. It's been changing. Whether it's us that's having a giant impact on that or not is what's in question. And the technology is here to assist with that. But 
forget where I was going with that. You're struggling, Doug. Yeah, You're on my side, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you do think there is a way, it may be an extreme way, but there's a way to actually reverse. Yeah. We just got to focus on getting ourselves off the planet and increasing our technology rather than worrying about destroying what we have because there's little we can do about the climate changing. It's going to do what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. There's a level of intellectual dishonesty about climate change because we got Nancy Pelosi up there, like, vanguarding it. They're saying China is our ally in climate change, but then you look over at China, they got coal plants and they're doing this right. and that. It's like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. So I just don't think there's people being intellectually honest about what actually needs to be done. Okay. Because we can do nuclear fusion. That's that's on the horizon, mm-hmm. and that's going to have little to no emissions from that's nuclear true. fusion power plants. I've got some stock in the, in hopes that <laughs> Biden will ramp that up. But <laughs> what do you think, Terrence J? I think we can, but the definition of save the planet, everyone has their own definition. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm far as saving the planet as far as like we have control of life before us and life now. You know, I watched this video, man, it was very sad. Um, they pulled this... Um, I think it was a seal. They put them or a turtle. No, it was a turtle. They pulled him out of the out of the ocean, and they noticed that he had this thing in his nose. So as they're pulling it, pulling it, you know, it's it's coming out, but then it goes back in. But then this turtle obviously has feelings because he's <laughs> his, his nose <laughs> is bleeding, and he's like every just at the touch of it. Right. He's hurting. He's in a lot of pain. But it, eventually, they end up pulling it out, and when they looked at it. They were so angry because it was a straw. Mm, like a drink, drink Yeah, drink straw, straw plastic straw. I mm. mean, because someone threw it in, in, in the water, probably McDonald's cup. They just probably on the boat, or I don't know, maybe on the island, wherever it is. However it got there, it got there. Yeah. Because someone threw it in there. So my definition of save the planet, we have control of that. Because it's, it's not just affecting us, it's affecting other species as well. I mean... To, to our point earlier, I mean, yeah, they, they do have feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'm not <laughs> vegan. I'm not taking it that far, but I'm, I am saying it's like we need to look out for each other, but also those whom we have dominion over. You know, my children, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to put my children in harm's way. I have dominion over right. them. I'm the head. You know, I, I'm not going to act like a dictator or a tyrant. I'm going to take care of them. And it's the same thing with, with the species around us. We need to treat them as if they are children. Um, <clears throat> saving the planet that way, yeah, but as far as emissions and all that other stuff, no. I mean, you, you got guys, men that are going to do what they want to do. You pulling the oil out of the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you pulling it out of the ocean, you pulling it out, on, out of land. I mean, you're going to have this spill. It's a fact. You're going to have a spill. Mm-hmm. So, no, you can't. <laughs> in, that, <laughs> in that term, we can't. <laughs> Because that oil is what drives money. So now, this is what that big war is about. Mm-hmm. Electric right. vehicles or gas Versus. cars. Yeah. Electricity is even produced by certain things. you got to have certain things in place to produce electricity. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, So I don't know yeah. if you'll ever be able to really take it back to agriculture type. But, um, well, folks, you heard it here. Uh, I'm I'm actually pro environment. <laughs> Didn't sound like it, <laughs> but I just come on a different side. The Gen X group, we don't trust anybody anyway. No, no, no. And I agree. <laughs> I agree. The, the money, man. Everyone wants the money. And I think, I think the Earth is making us pay. Ultimately, you, you keep you keep fracking, and messing with the crust and all that there's going to be some repercussions. I'm not saying the earth is a living, breathing organism that I'm just saying that, you know, you keep, you sold to the wind, you know, you're going to reap the whirlwind at some point. Like the, like you talking about the dust and all that. They had, they had farming methods that were wrong. That's right. And then nature went, okay, (laughs) I'm going to bring this huge dust cloud across the the land and you'll fix it. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately, 
just the law. You can call it karma. You can call it law reaping a song, whatever. <clears throat> but what you what you put out there is ultimately going to come back in ways that either are beneficial to you or destructive. I just thought about something real quick before we let you. We go like, I know we gotta let y'all go, but <clears throat> do you think? Well, what is money made out of? I don't know anymore. It used to be cloth. It used to be cloth. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a mix. It's a mix of bu- it's a mix of yeah. bunch of stuff. Paper, cloth, all mm-hmm. that other stuff. Um, but do you think this is why one of the aspects of going digital, crypto, is because of to save it in that aspect, the planet? Mm-hmm. They burn money constantly, man. I mean, you don't <laughs> you don't bury it to, <laughs> to get rid of it. Yeah, and recycle mean, it. The thing with crypto is. Same thing with the electricity being green. Like, is it really green? Because it depends on how you make it. Mm. So if you want green electricity, we kind of need nuclear fusion to make that happen. Because otherwise, we're relying on wind power and things are less efficient to make right. that same energy. That's right. Nuclear fusion it is. Grab your stock, folks, because it's going <laughs> up. Because <laughs> they need the crypto. Because that's one of the arguments I'm pretty sure that they're going to bring out is this money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look what, look what happened to Africa. Sierra Salone, they tore it up, man, looking for gold, mm-hmm. diamonds. I mean, mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. They tore it up. It can't even, the, <laughs> the land can't rest now. I mean, you dug, I mean, you right. tore it up. Rape the land. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't never coming for back. For diamonds. <laughs> it ain't never coming back. All right, well, we're going to sign off. This is John Barnett. And this is Terrence J. We'll see you on the next one. Have a good one. Apparent, y'all left something in the water. Can't pretend that I'm not bothered by the sins of my father's breaking. Curses, breaking.